Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. Perfect. All right, Rachelle, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very excited to have you here. I would like to ask, have you received a mediumship reading before or is this something newer for you? Not a very specific like this context with mediumship. It's like if I've had readings, maybe loved ones have come through, but not a specific mediumship reading. Okay, perfect. Are you familiar with how a mediumship reading works, however? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, yep. So Shayla and I are going to sit and tune in and bring through what is coming through for us for you. And then we'll just navigate. If something doesn't make sense, we'll just kind of navigate through that. And let's get started. I've been, since I, since the morning began today, I've been getting a lot of pings. So I'm like, I can't even think of the intro because I'm like, I want to get started. <laughs> No, go for it. I'm not surprised. (laughs) I've been really feeling, I've been really feeling. So we can throw the intro in later. So let's just, let's just dive in real quick. Uh, Before we get started though, uh, Shayla is going to lead us through a little, just quick little meditation to just get our energy all connected and get us ready for the reading. So let's, let's begin. Yeah. So we just like to do this just to get, because everyone's so busy with their day and stuff like that, just to kind of release the energy and just kind of connect together. So just inviting both of you to close your eyes or rest them wherever feels comfortable. You may gaze into the corner. You can put your hands wherever it feels good. I'm just taking a few deep breaths on your own time just to connect to your own body and your own self. And imagining a warm light above your head and just feeling that light gently wash over your body. So going from your head to your shoulders, your torso, just sweeping all the way down into your feet and just connecting yourself to mother earth and just allowing that light to go all over your body and imagining that light expanding outside of your aura outside of your room that you're sitting in inside of your home and just sweeping all the way out imagining that light connecting to the universal source energy and we're just creating this space of connection and safety and allowing spirit guides, your loved ones to step forward and bring you any messages you may need to hear today in this moment in time, messages for your highest good, just feeling into that energy that we're creating, that space we're creating, allowing that energy to kind of swirl and build up. I'm just taking a deep breath in, imagining that light going into your core of your body and just sweeping through you. And now just imagining from my heart to yours, the string of light connecting from Peyton to me to Ray just connecting us together, creating a link and creating a sacred space. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Awesome. Thank you, Shayla. You're welcome. All right. So, Rochelle, I'm going to begin. I am getting a lot of reference to a female spirit that's on the other side, and it feels very motherly. I don't know if this would be a mother or someone that would have been very motherly to you, or it is possible they might be referencing your mother, that there was some close connection there. Does does any of that make sense to you right off the bat? Um, Yeah, the close connection, though, might be a different... Okay. A different person? Yeah. Yeah. That was like a mother to me. Okay. 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 That, is is mother your mother still spirit. here? No, she is in spirit. Your mother is in spirit. Yeah. And then I have a another person that was like a mother that was the closeness in lifetime you okay. know in okay lifetime. okay <laughs> okay thank you i um because and i wrote um down here i i was feeling a very strained relationship with the mother is that would that be an accurate yeah yeah depiction that. okay would this would this have been um 
I'm feeling a lot of kind of a lot of anxiety and a lot of energy around this situation. It feels like there's a lot that needs to be said. So I'm just going to let you know that it just feels like there's like a quickness that's needing to be repeated. I don't know if she was, I don't know if she was a quick speaker or if it's the energy's just excited to be around, but it just feels um, there kind of is a quickness to it. Would this, would you describe this relationship as someone that you could understand why she was the way she is, but that didn't always make it easy. Maybe it helped you have a little bit of peace about the relationship, but it, how do I want to put that? You just had to make peace that there wasn't going to be change. Does that make, does that make sense for you? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm being, I'm being referenced to a lot of very similar things, but the other, I, the other woman is here as well. Um, they both have come together. I'm getting a lot of messaging about perspective being greater where she's at now. And maybe that whatever it was that you were hoping she would get or that she would understand or that would finally click and make sense with her. It just, I, I, I feel like she's just wanting to say like, I, I understand now. I don't have these limitations or these pains or these, I'm using this symbolically, not literally. I don't have these demons that I'm fighting anymore. You know, here now I'm, I'm, I'm at a much higher perspective. I have a much greater view of everything. And I understand now is kind of the message I want to say. I just, I, I, I understand now if that means anything, it almost feels like if that's any consolation, I don't know. Does that, does that make sense for you? Yes. Yes. My, she's, my biological mother has been, um, in spirit for 12 years. And so like the first like four to five years, we're still like very much her in her sort of journey, you know, learning and like, yeah, seeing a lot yep. of guilt and like so much. And then, yep. um, I just did some own personal spiritual cleansing, cleansing with myself and with her and some spiritual healing in that sense. And I do feel like she's around me a lot. She's always there. It's a yeah. very like so the closeness I think you're picking up on is like I feel closer to her in spirit than I did in life. And I yep. do feel like right. her perspective has shifted a lot. And um she's been yes. yes. She, I'm not surprised that she's coming through right now because she's her one sign to me is like Penny's tail side up, always tail side up, Penny's tail side up. And it's very specific mm. and has been for a year, like six years that I discovered that and so as I've been moving it's like random places I mean in the most random places you know penny tail side yeah. up it's been like three the last two days so I'm not surprised yeah. that she-, <clears throat> she is definitely around are are you her only child or are there other siblings there's others okay are you the youngest middle you're the middle okay okay she's showing me the different dynamic of the relationship between the three of you were you the one though that even if the relationship was strained, were you the one that was able to talk to her a little differently than the other two? Yes. Yes. Okay. So she just wants to acknowledge that that she she realizes you saw her. You you were able to see through it. I just feel like there's this in almost a chaotic way, a scrambling of like wanting to get things said or wanting to get things sorted with that. Was that similar to what her nature was just kind of like trying to piece things together or trying to like, it just feels a little bit chaotic to me. Um, yeah, she just was chaotic. She was just. Okay. Okay. You know, she, she had borderline personality, she had mental illness and disability oh, and. Okay. Like, yep. So okay. She was like all over the place. Okay. You never knew what you were getting one minute to the next, but you yeah. know. Okay. And. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. Okay. Yeah. Let me just see what, um, did she smoke? She did. And it's so funny. She was a closet smoker. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Did> yep. <laughs> and she was smoking like a pack a day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <hiding>. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. And then, um, there was also a reference I got, um, I and I don't know if maybe this is something that has happened to you recently that she witnessed, or there 
some stories connected with her. And again, this could also possibly be coming from the other woman. I can feel the other woman there. She's standing back just slightly. And I think it's because I just feel like there's stuff that needs, I just feel like she's really wanting your mother to get through. But again, this could be coming from her as well. It's some story about like a flat tire or something. Did someone just recently have a flat tire or was that you? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was like so irresponsible. This might be coming from Martha because I actually have Martha's van. Um, when she passed, she okay. let me have her. It's for the dogs, you know, because we were met through the dog stuff that I do. And um, okay. I was letting those tires like because I don't I work from home. And then I was taking the dogs to the vet. And then I had to come back and do a retrip. And I'm like pulling out and I'm like, I think my tire's flat. And I had to drive back home. There was like black marks in the road coming out because oh it was god. so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Or some like my fiance came to the rescue, you know. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's Martha. That's gotta be Martha. That, so that's so, Martha. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then I had leftover all-weather tires that were with that van and I put those on the van. So it's that I'm sure that is, I mean, maybe, I don't know what there's going to reference. Yeah, uh, no. Yes. They're there. Um, and it, it feels like that was just, a, and it sounds like you're pretty in tune and you're aware that your loved ones are around you. It, it felt like a reminder of we're, we're still here. We're still here around you. We're still saying what's going on in your world. Yeah. That the other thing I, I question a lot, like, cause like I just, yeah. My mom, I know she's so there, you know, um, right. but Martha's one that I'm just like, where are you? Like, what's going on sometimes? Um, and then okay. like, I'll feel her certain things, but then it's, then I, I don't. So that's, yeah, that's okay. Um, okay. Martha showed me um, and she's bringing it to, this is uh, for what I'm, what it feels like to me is this, I would say would be for Martha. Um, I got, um, I got an image of a praying mantis. That I don't know if that has anything specific to do with her or it is um, it is a message about calming your mind and stilling, uh, bringing some stillness to your mind. I think this is going to connect into another message I will, I'll get into here in a minute um, that I was getting for you. But this kind of feels like a reminder that you need to make sure to just take time to like create stillness. And I don't know if that's to keep yourself grounded. I don't know if... I know you shared with us that you're in the process of moving. It feels like there might also be other changes and stuff happening around you as well. Um, so it just feels like there is this stuff happening and just this kind of reminder of stillness that does feel like that is coming from this other, this other woman I've connected with. Is there a property that is connected with one of them that would be, and maybe this is, you said you were moving. So maybe this is you. I, I felt like I was driving down, it was a very wooded area and the terrain was not flat. I don't know if I was in a mountain or if I was in the hills, um, but it just felt like this kind of windy road that I was going down to some sort of property. Does that connect with anything with either of them or does that? Like, do you think it's a new property or like where I'm moving is really, and where I live now, it's it's all, all of where I'm at is very windy, very big hills. And You're in a mountainous, okay. Okay. That might it's just like, be the new property. It's, really, it's not mountains, but it's like, yeah, it's hills that kind of feel like mountains. It's weird because they're not like super, yep. you know, it's like maybe 1800 feet, you know, tops around here. It, but, is is the new property you're moving to, is it pretty wooded? I mean, are you, is it a dense wooded area? Okay. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that maybe they were just showing that you were moving to this new home and, um, acknowledging that so they were definitely making me aware that they were still around you and that they were helping you on the other side they were helping guide you is there some again i know you said you're moving is there some like new direction you're moving though your your life in is there some kind of new thing that you're you're working towards maybe you've already started it so this could have maybe been within the the recent, very recent past. Have you kind of shifted a new direction with with what you're doing? I don't know if that would be work or family, but does that does that connect with anything for you? I feel like it's like everything in my life right now. Like <laughs> it's like major void of like so much being released, you know. And um, yep, it's 
and and in particular, like with my business, I've been trying to continuously shift direction. And then it's like, you know, yeah. obviously we've been house hunting. It's been a lot. Uh, my relationship, yeah. I'm now engaged. Okay. We're moving in as kids yep. will be our okay. time. Like there's like so yep. much, you know, and it's just kind of like so much new that I can't even like, I don't even know where any of it's going. So like my mantra yep. has literally been like, I don't know. And I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Yep. And I just don't yep. know. Like, like, and that's where I think. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I think that praying mantis imagery came through was just like, you need to find stillness so that you can, you can kind of re realign with yourself, reconnect with yourself, either find really true comfort in not knowing or, or getting more clarity without the, the chaos and all the noise to help you realize where that direction is. This feels what I, when I'm saying on this new path, it, it feels like I've, I've healed something in myself. I've started to grow personally. I've started to really discover my truth. Maybe is a way to say it. And with that, I'm, I'm no longer able to apply what it is I maybe do for work or whatever in the ways that I was before. And now I've decided I need to go in this new direction. I need to, I need to do something new. So to me, it feels a lot related to work. I mean, you have a lot going on, but this, this feels like this is, you've just kind of found who you are or you understand more about yourself now than you would have. And now you're making decisions based on that. So the whole messaging I'm it's being repeated is just stay being courageous and brave. Just Keep being strong. Keep fighting. Keep going. You're 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 gonna be fine. You're being supported. Like they are around you. There um there is also a gentleman that is popping up. I don't know if this would be this feels like a grandfather. I'm I'm gonna assume your mother's father has also passed. Would that be correct? Yes. Okay. Were they not very were they not necessarily close? They were like they spoke a lot, but it was a very like, I don't know. My mom just had a lot of abandonment issues with it. So yep. if okay. you looked at it from their perspective, my mom was very close from my perspective. It was dysfunctional, you know? So, okay. Okay. I always wanted his attention more than what, you know, she got. Did, did you, did you have a pretty, well, let me, let me, I feel like this gentleman, I, the way it's coming to me is he, he um, d does not have any hair. I, I'm feeling like this gentleman's bald. I feel like he might be maybe a little, he's healthy. He's maybe got, he's maybe just a little, has a little weight on him. He seems, he seems very friendly. He seems, I almost feel like he maybe would joke his way out of an uncomfortable situation or make a little comment or something to just get out of something awkward. Or he just, he tries to just keep everything positive in a sense. Does that, would that make sense for him? Yeah, trying to remember him because it's been a long time and I didn't spend a yeah. lot of time with him, but okay. yeah, he's goofy and things he's, like from what yeah. I can remember. Okay. Yeah. But he was, he was, okay. he was bald, healthy, but a little heavy, um, healthy ish, I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying medically a problem. I just, I see that he's, you know, he eats well. He's just, he's, he's, he's jolly. It's, that would maybe be a that might be a, him. A yeah, he was an yeah. artist and a carver and okay. very well yes. Art Did he, okay, because I'm seeing like suspenders. I'm seeing like yeah, bibs, or not suspenders. Yeah. I'm seeing like bit or yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay, that's interesting. Anyway, he's um, just letting you know he's he is there as well. Okay, did um, uh, are, are okay. you? It just uh, dawned just, on me. We used to call him Sassy Papa. Because he was sassy. We called him Sassy Papa. Sassy. Okay. Yes. Sassy Papa. I wrote down the name and I just went Sassy Papa and it just came out. I was like, oh, Sassy Papa. We used to call oh, him Sassy Papa. Okay. That makes sense. Anyway. Do you, um, did he, did he have a, was his a heart issue or um, a breathing or something chest related? Do you remember if you do? He had um, prostate cancer and then I. Okay. Okay. At the end, he was really. You know, he's in the hospital, so I'm sure probably. Yeah, you know. they're all, of course. Okay. I just, I was getting some kind of, um, I was getting feeling in my, in my heart area. So I just wanted to check there. And then also did any of the three of the people that I've brought through, did any of them have anything related to their head? I don't know if this would have been a tumor or 
um, fought like migraines all the time or anything in, of that nature? My mom had migraines, but um, Martha had um, Martha had lung cancer. Well, they don't know whether it was they think it was liver cancer, lung at the same time, but it went okay. very rapidly. It was a very rare lung cancer. And so they treated okay. her times before she died. It okay. was quick. Okay. Year. okay. And that was shocking because she was very healthy. I think that might be the busy frenetic energy because she was very busy. Always doing, always doing, always moving. Um, very Aquarian. Like okay. I'm Aquarian, so it's like okay, the, the never stop moving. I am too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you, you're always moving. <laughs> okay, okay. That's okay. Would so would she have been a little OCD? Yes. Would you have? Would uh, so okay? Because that's funny because she um, she came through as someone I know and the. More I lean into it, that is exactly how she is. So yeah. um very intense, very OCD. She was a lot yep. for many people. Um okay. okay. Yes. So now I'm getting into like some of the stuff that you were saying. Like I saw her because like she was a lot for a lot of people. But I just like I was the person that everybody would be like, you need to get Martha rooted. You need to get Martha grounded. You need to, and there was times where I was just like, I can't even do it. Like I just between her and my mom, right. you know, there was but right. Martha, Martha did also hold a lot of space for me, you know, which my mm -hmm. mother didn't. So it was just kind of one of those like yeah. weird things. So there's a lot of right. similarities. Yeah. And, and a lot of times they will come through together if there is a lot, because they can just get the same thing across in one bleep instead of each. So um, it, it might be both that they're both sharing these things about themselves that they know I'm able to translate to you so okay let me look at one more thing and then i'm gonna pass the baton to shayla so <laughs> i was being taken to like an empty boardroom and for some reason this boardroom i i i could feel there was no windows in it and then I, it strangely i had this weird thought of like new york city and one of the twin towers does that have any connection with anyone that you would know on the other side or no? Not that I okay. A boardroom. Okay. Like what do you like a boarded? It was like a, like a, like a, sorry, excuse me, like a meeting room, like in oh, a, okay. in a, okay. like in an office. And it was very, it was very, first it was very empty. And then there was like the dry erase board, but there was no windows in there. And it just felt like it would have been in the basement of a building and then I just got the reference. I, this isn't like a warning thing or anything like that. But then like the next thing that kind of popped in my head was something related with the Twin Towers. So I don't know if it was like the finance something, if that's something connected or, um, and I'm sorry that that's so random and sporadic, but I don't know. We'll see. Just go ahead and write that down and hold on to that one. And then um, maybe that will make sense later. And we'll see if maybe even Shayla can like finances of like, into that a little like do you think finance is like crumbling? I'm like, that is such a worry of mine. All no. The time. Yeah, I, no, it was. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a warning. I'm like, okay. It No, it wasn't. It wasn't warning. And that could have been, I don't know. Like, yeah. Could that have been like a tower moment thing to like been brought up, you know? And again, like, don't worry. Just again, like have that courage and bravery and just go through it and connect with yourself. You know, that could have been that final piece of that message of, you know, you're not, you're not confined to this, this, this like tragic thing, or you're not, even if something does break down, that doesn't mean it's over. It just means it's making room for something better to come through. So, um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause they have been in deep thought about like, man, like, I don't know, you just go through these experiences in life and I'm in my 45th year and just yep. a lot kind of like those things of like, I work so hard. I do all, you know, and I'm just, I feel very like outsourced right now because I'm putting so much money out and like doing so many things right. and it, and it feels like a little triggering because it's a lot. I mean, it's right. It's money, you know, it's like I'm taking this pivot. I'm taking a pause with business, bringing in a whole lot of new, I'm just doing like small things and letting my like yeah. very long-term clients support the business, the business support me for a moment and then it's just kind of like, I know where I want to go. Is that going to actually support and leverage 
the lifestyle that I really want and, and and also need, you know, need. And then there's just, right. so I have a lot of pressure. I'm a Capricorn moon too. So there's always pressure like that of yep. like, it's all going to work out. Oh my God. You know, so. And maybe that's the symbology around there not being windows in this boardroom that it's like, you need to, you need to let some light in. You need to let some, whether that's maybe someone around you that can help that you can talk through this, that can maybe give you some new ideas or literally just like going out and taking some walks in the fresh air and like just getting, you I know, walk all the time. I walk yourself. every day. If I don't, okay, I'm good. a mad woman. Like, so yeah. right now, like, that's like, that is whether I work out or not, the one thing I will do is walk. And it's kind of funny that you good. say that because house has a whole lot more light it's just like really spacious loads of windows and i'm okay okay because i've been this house is dire i've done so much healing here and it's just time like i'm done with healing i'm just like okay i just want to go yes yes shine and just be in the bright and it's just it's okay that makes more sense yes yeah Yeah, so okay and like I am considering hiring a new mentor too. So maybe that's what they're saying. Like somebody that can talk through that and stuff. Yeah. It's just a triggering, but thank you. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All right, Miss Shayla, take it away. So I have to piggyback a little bit on what Peyton was saying with the mom. So your mom in spirit. So what we also get, like Peyton was saying, he saw a certain individual in his life that reflects what he needs to say about this person. So I'm actually seeing a reference to my grandmother and kind of some stuff she went through and it's kind of relating to your mother. So first of all, she feels like she has to say sorry, like she's apologizing to you. And she knows that, you know, that she needs to say that, like, it's just so important for her. She was really, she had like a tornado in her, like she was angry. There was so much in her. It just felt like you said chaotic, but she's showing me that it had to do as well like you have multiple siblings, right? Like you have a lot of them. Okay. Two. So she, two. Okay. So there's three of y'all together. Okay. So she makes me feel like part of like this instability was partially postpartum depression that never really got healed and it kind of just spiraled. And she also had some issues beforehand as well. So just like, there's just so much chaos. And I feel like you really did have to pick up a lot of different things. And like, you did have to do a lot of parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is your Aquarius in the year because I have a sister who's like the middle child Aquarius as well. And it's like, they end up just being like a bigger sister or a bigger brother, whatever they are, even though they're like in the middle, it's just kind of part of their nature. So she does recognize that you picked up a lot of the pieces and you had to do a lot of mothering at a very young age. And that was very hard. And just like walking on eggshells. It's like, you don't know what you're going to be walking into. And she's just like, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. That was not okay and she's just really proud of you because you've been through so much and you've walked through so much and I think that's why you feel her so much too it's like she does want to make sure that even though she's not here anymore and she couldn't be the mother for you she wanted to in in this life that now that she's crossed over she's able to kind of like it feels like energetically move things around a little bit for you too to make sure things go a little bit smoother in your life and you've definitely been on like this whirlwind of a journey since she passed away like you've been through so many different like life cycles it's like you've lived three different lives almost like it's crazy fucking insane like i'm like i just this whole like right now where i'm at and looking back and i guess i didn't realize it till i'm like been in the last couple weeks of reflecting since the loss of rhythm which you might have seen in my stories but like my my dogs it's like oh my one of my dogs because i have many and it's just like yeah like this has not just been this loss. There has been over a decade of just insanity, like insane loss, you know, and movement and just new, yeah, like through like all these different lives, like lived in this time frame. And it's just like, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like it, it, ha- it does something to your system too. Like it's a lot to take on. And so you're yeah. doing a really good job at being able to like, you have these heavy moments and like, oh my gosh, and you're able to release them and move on to the next. If you kept holding on to everything, you would have self-destructed. So she's just showing like, you're doing such a good job at letting things go. She makes me feel like she partially couldn't let go of things. She would really hold on to things um, and that broke her and that just spiraled things out of control already with what was happening. Yeah. Um, she's using this phrase, like I was a broken empath. So it feels like 
she was empathetic. You wouldn't think she would be in a lot of ways if you kind of knew her from day to day, but it was because she had so much when she was younger and she just didn't know how to deal with it. And it kind of went the opposite way. Like, I don't know if I want to use the word narcissist, but you know how like there can be, a, it's like they're usually broken empaths. Like there's something that kind of happened within them that has kind of created them to be this way. And it can be very confusing um, as a person living with them. It's just like you said, a lot of chaos. So she does want to say sorry for that. So kind of just moving from that, I'm getting a lot of references to Montana and horses. Does that connect to you at all? Well, I love horses. I mean, my whole first like half of my life was devoted to horses until I like got thrown off and broke my neck. That's <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> That'll do it. Yes. I love horses and Montana. I just, I love, I've been there a couple of times. I just love the freedom of it, the air. Yeah. Okay. It's like just connecting to the horse energy. I just feel like the horses taught you how to heal. Like they're a big part of like you learning how to heal for other people and kind of like the animal work that you do as well. Um, okay. So I do your, your dad passed that. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So the first time that we had like a meeting together because I have done some work for you um I started to feel a man come in like your father and then you started kind of saying some things and I was like okay that makes sense because I was seeing my father-in-law who had a lot of the similar things so what he's bringing through is the like alcoholism so that's something that he had as well right okay but like functional alcoholism where it's like you still are able to go to work come back and like make things happen so he's showing me my father-in-law who also had that and it's a very interesting dynamic to kind of live through because this person will become like two different versions of themselves if that makes sense does that connect where it's like there's two different sides to him does that make sense yeah okay yeah I mean I just know he just was emotionally just never able to be there yeah like right. he didn't really my dad you know nobody really knew my dad people thought they knew my dad but they didn't know my dad nobody knew my dad (laughs) yeah yeah he's very like inward and it feels like he kind of used it because of his relationship also with your mom was there like a lot of strain in the relationship yeah yes okay so it was hard because he feels like a very emotional guy too and then he's dealing with your mom's emotions and then he has the children and he just feels very like stressed out and he doesn't know um what to do and so that was just a way of coping for him he's showing me a lot of music around him as well I hear I keep hearing like country music or like fiddles and like um harmonica or something like it just feels very like that style of music did he play any instruments like that um he didn't but he loved music loved it okay and then especially in his last like couple years he really like Liked a lot of different like funky bluegrass type of stuff, but he was like okay. infamous. Rolling Stones were his jam. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and, he, and he just loved music. Like he always had music playing, always. Because like a phrase that I'm hearing is like my life was like a country song. Like it just kind of feels like there's that um, energy to him where it was like, I don't know how to explain it. I like that you said bluegrass and stuff like because that's kind of like there's just like different elements to him. And that's interesting because I think for a lot of people who are very sensitive, like music is a way for them to kind of like communicate or like express themselves because they're so inward. It's hard even like dance or movement and things like that. He's talking about somebody, it could be him or it could be somebody you know, about like blue eyes and light in these eyes, like kind of like this healing energy around these blue eyes. He had pure eyes. He did, okay. Okay, so is there any connection with like the LDS church or something similar where it would have been like a strong religious organization that your family was a part of? My mom was, um, well, my whole, my whole mom's side of the family was Jehovah's Witnesses, which is just, okay. Me. That's why she was a closet smoker because yeah. I was smoke and <laughs> she, <Right>. like, <laughs> Yeah, they're all okay. Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. Not my dad, though. Okay. He's just showing me that he was like, I don't know, annoyed almost with like religion in that way. Like he's like, oh, like he was like bothered by it and didn't understand it. And it was like, this is ridiculous. Like he just didn't really want any part of that. Um, he makes me feel like, like it's like there's some kind of connection between 
you two and speaking about like spirituality or something to do with spirituality that kind of he's connected to your spirituality in some way where he's like helping you in this journey because although he doesn't feel like he really believes in all that kind of religious stuff there's something about him that is innately spiritual whether or not he realized it in this lifetime but there's a strong connection between you two that is connected in that way he's showing me his passing for you just being a really deep moment obviously losing a family member can be very hard but there's just something about it that cracked you open and allowed you to see him in a different way and it was like this holding space between you and him were you there during his passing like around the time of it no i mean i flew in it was all really crazy and actually his year he was only a year was um tuesday so just this last tuesday it's only been a year so um, I live out of state. And so um, I went in like when things started to decline, like we were supposed to, I was actually supposed to meet him for his 70th birthday. And um, I was going to treat him to Nashville music um, and uh, do a whole fun thing for his 70th, but he fell and it just never, basically they thought maybe it was, but it was just his, the falling just precipitated like the platelet low platelet everything basically from the liver failing and stuff and he never he never got out of the hospital and that was in june 21st um, he went in the hospital on his 70th birthday like they thought he was gonna die then i flew in um he rallied he came through he was pretty coherent there but then when he died that was so fast forward three months later but it was just a lot of trying to I FaceTimed a lot, saw him a lot. I watched him when he was in that space because it would FaceTime and stuff, but I opted not to go back home to see him like that. Um, yeah. My family is like extremely emotional and I just couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't be there. So through all of it, I just have a different perspective on death and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But it's interesting because it feels like you were there. Like there's this holding of space. It's like a bubble of light that feels like is surrounding him. Um, so he does make me feel like he appreciates you and he knows that you were there. Um, I did. Um, so, yeah. Like I did get when I, like when I FaceTimed him the last time I asked everybody to just, my sister held the phone up and it was a private conversation. And I said some very specific words and, um, he, he was incoherent. He was completely unconscious and, um, he started crying. So like, that would make sense. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And of course, like when you're in the spiritual world, like you're always holding, like, this is like, I hope animals transition. So it's not much different as holding space for a person doing right. that. Right. So, yeah. Thing. So there were two songs that I heard before we got online here together. So just for you to listen to later, because I feel like there's some messages in that sentence from your dad. One of them is, well, they're both was actually like I literally heard it in my head and I had to listen to it but by Maisie Starr um, Fade Into You and Into Dust mm -hmm. um, and the interesting thing about these songs is how like they're a little bit convoluted you're like what exactly is she trying to say so there's just feeling one of them's kind of about like you didn't know it's almost like someone saying like you didn't know me kind of thing which is interesting because you're kind of saying like no one ever really fully knew him he feels very like in himself and in his head um, keep showing me a moon and being like there's a dark side to this moon almost like there was just it was interesting he was either like in the light or in the shadow it just felt very like either or there just felt like no in between with him did he ever wear like a leather jacket a brown leather jacket because I'm seeing something that's more like worn and leather yeah does that make sense no yeah when okay. he was younger <laughs> okay cool guy for sure <laughs> yeah he does feel like a very <laughs> like handsome guy and like that likes to smell nice and there's just something very like warming and very like he just feels very magnetic in a lot of ways so a lot of people were just kind of attracted to his energy yeah definitely okay and, and getting some names if they don't make sense that's okay sometimes they're totally out there i'm getting like, the name jack and the name lighter so if those make sense that's good if not just hold on to it he's showing me a dog feels like it would have been his but it's quite a bit older as well. It walks really slow. It kind of has like muscle and joint issues. It feels like its name would be Rusty, but not like that it's actually its name is Rusty. It just looks like a dog that could be named Rusty, which is kind of funny that he's saying that. So I don't know if that does. Did he have a, a dog around his passing that, or a dog that he had that was like important to him that was a little bit smaller and kind of older? 
it um it wasn't small um but ben and he was a german shepherd a really rust colored german shepherd very coppery and um i actually got ben for him for him and my stuff and through through my work and at i don't even know if he's alive because my stepmom had cut us all off she like she basically was like Mm -hmm. your dad's gone like i like F all of you. <laughs> so we, I don't even know. I don't know sore. if he's still alive, but he was really like arthritic and sore. And, um, you know, he was my dad's buddy I mean, for sure. You know, so they were, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So he's showing me this connection with this dog. That's so neat. Um, let's see here. I feel like that's kind of all that he wants to kind of bring forth. He, he does want to say like he loves all of you guys so much, like all the kids, and he gives you guys all of they had. And it's funny because he's hugging you with like the leather jacket. Like he's showing me his young self. It feels like he's said he's just so happy and he feels like youthful and vibrant again, um, and so much energy back in his life. He does want to say like everything is going to work out. It always has worked out throughout the years, and not to just feel that pressure against you. And he shows me like with your animals, like that, what you're doing right now and how you're working and just the things that you're doing right now are very in alignment with who you are. And like, you need to express in that way, because I know there's so much grief, like you were saying, you lost your dog and there's just, you have this amazing, beautiful energy to hold space. You remind me of like the spirit is using the word like a doula, like a dog doula, or like there's something with that where you're like, you're able to like create that space and that energy and be that like in between for them. And you do understand grief. You've been through so many different types of grief in your life. We we're talking about all the different lives you've had. And it just feels like this continuous kind of, okay, I'm jumping from one thing to another. And I'm experiencing different types of grief. Like, you know, we use the word disenfranchised grief or like maybe you lose a friendship and then suddenly you lose a home or a business or like just different little things that kind of build up. And so he's recognizing the build up. And he says that it does feel like it's more smooth. It's going to be a lot more smooth. You just have to have that trust in yourself just to remember all you've been through and how you can you can keep going and you're going to be okay and like it's going to be even better than what was in the past so there's just a lot of excitement and so he's just giving you so much love with that um okay another thing he's bringing up now because i thought there was nothing but now there is something he's talking about like how his wife just cut you guys off he does feel so like he does feel sorry for that and that way he didn't realize that that's what would happen he also feels and not this is like he just thinks expresses a little bit of frustration with like his estate um and that he wanted to share more with his children and he's frustrated that that's happening so he wants to acknowledge that because he's like that's not what i would have done in this life at all um so he doesn't apologize for that but he's just like i'm going to be for you there spiritually in other ways that i can't maybe have given you financially that would have helped out mm-hmm. so he does want to bring that for it as well yeah that was a big big issue yeah and she just, yeah, the way that she handled it. And I know he did, he and she played a very good, a good mask. Let's <laughs> just say that. Yeah. And I'm just mm-hmm. glad I don't have to deal with her, honestly, because I saw through it the whole time. So like she did nothing, but like, it's a blessing in that sense. But, you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, when you see things play out like that. It's, it can be disheartening and it's just hard to, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, we got something, so, you know, but it is. Yeah, people are strange when they go through those experiences. Oh yeah, no, it's it's shocking, honestly, to the things that happen after someone passes away. And just actually had a very similar experience to what you're talking about with my husband's dad. So it's just it's a lot. Um, and like you said, it's better to not have that energy of that person yeah. in your life. It's a good disconnection, and it's just it kind of does feel like a chapter closing. And so like there is some relief in that sense, which is good, but. Yeah, he does. He loves you so much and he wishes that he could give you more if he could come back and make sure everything was a little bit more, you know, the paperwork was set a little bit more, that kind of thing. And he had a little bit more. Didn't even get a will. And it was on him for like years. Get it? Yeah. He didn't even have a will. I mean, yeah. And that's the hard part, right? Yeah. These things. Yeah. Knowing my dad, though, it's like I could just, he just never wanted to face that chapter of death. And in some ways, I think it gave him a way to get out of facing Maria, you know what I mean? And her like, why are you doing, you're doing that, you know, I mean, there's so much, but yeah, it's, I'm not surprised he would mention the estate because there was, there really was a lot, you know, of different like 
down to like, I was supposed to be the executor. She knew it. She made herself like, it's the whole thing is just like, and you just mm-hmm. got to go. I I can't do anything about it. Like nothing. You have no control. You yeah. just let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just not worth holding on to that stuff. Like my sisters have more anger about it and I just don't, I'm just not karma is the universe will do it right. You know, it may not be this yeah. lifetime, but it will be other lifetimes. You know, so right. There's that's right. I agree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I just want to take one last moment just to see if anything else wants to come up or anyone else wants to come up. So this is not going to come with a lot of evidence because <laughs> I do know that the situation happened and I know you're open to more messages and stuff like that. Um, but with your dog that passed away recently, there's just so much love for you. Was it a girl or a boy who passed? Girl. The girl, the girl. Okay, there's just so much love, and just like she was a part of your chapters, like so many chapters of your book. Like she's just saying that she went with you through so many different aspects of life, um, and she just has this like beautiful, vibrant, sunshiny light about her. And she just, just the care that you gave her towards the end, and she felt so acknowledged. She says towards the end, like you just really understood her and her needs, and you were so brave with the things that you had to do with her. And so she just says, thank you. And she says, you you just, she says, you wrapped her in sunshine. Like, I just feel like this golden light around her. And she just says, thank you. And she feels so good now. Like, she just feels like brand new. And I just see her like in the light. She feels like she's with some other dogs as well who have passed. Um, she's just, she's so happy. And she's like in a field of flowers. Like, she's just so glowy. So she just says, thank you, thank you, thank you. And she is a huge part right now of your work it feels like so she's just really guiding you within that and that experience and when you have a loss like this and you feel it it's just like the doula part comes in again too where you need to share this experience with other people and help them navigate what they're going through because when you experience the loss of a pet society is just like whatever like there's just not enough acknowledgement on how like deep this is I heard that recently so kind of like they did this um, survey about loss and people said that their dog's loss was actually harder than like when they experienced the loss of like a loved one or parent. So like that really tells you just how connected our animals can be for us and just how deeply in our lives they are. So she just sends you so much love and so much thanks for, for being there for her. Like she's just, she's a beautiful dog. Like just everything, but I've seen pictures of her. She's like gorgeous inside and out. So well, her, yeah, I think her was just her person. It's just, there was just such a, I mean, I love all my dogs, you know, it's not that it's just, there was just something like I always said, she was part human, you know, it's the best way to describe mm-hmm. her. Like she understood. Like, it's like a sisterhood. Like she feels like a sister of yours or something. Like there's like an actual like connection in that way. It's so interesting. Yeah. 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 And it, it was, it was hard. She went through a lot, her body and just making that decision and stuff and it was definitely but yeah it's yeah. the hardest thing yeah it is it is and it's like and I, I shared a lot about it and I'm doing um a course called the journey um it hasn't really taken off I've got like a couple people signed up for it but I didn't I'm not like I just put it out because I wanted to and just felt like I'm just doing it and people do what they want with it you know I'm sure more people will sign up as it gets closer and stuff but I'm also like really considering with the animal communication aspect, only holding space for end of life because mm-hmm. it is something very um, unique. And I work with seniors, the senior animals, like, so like actually only doing like that so that I can do the embodiment work that I really want to do. Like, it's not just like the business stuff, but it's like the embodiment stuff that I really want to do on the other side of it mm-hmm. and um, bringing in the energy and and all of that with, with, the entrepreneurship and stuff. So it's kind of like frees up space, but it's a scary, very specific, you know, dialed Mm -hmm. in thing. So it's um, a big change, but yeah. I'm glad she came through. She's, she's around. Like, I feel like she's still doing a lot of her thing, but I asked (laughs) very specifically for unique feathers, not just any feather, unique feathers. And I got these little tiny blue feathers. And we don't have them. We don't have blue jays. Like, I don't even know where this is coming from, but they're teeny tiny. (laughs) 
And they'll just be there at the new property. They're at this house. They're on walks. And it's like so cool. And I was like, okay, I know you're here. You know, so. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to connect to your loved ones. I always like to thank the loved ones who came through um, and sharing this space with us. Do you have any questions or anything you want us to connect to a little bit more before we go? Um, I guess just like, you know, the message, you know, Peyton, you said, and it's sort of similar, like, because even on my walk today, I just kept saying, right, you just need to trust yourself. You need to trust yourself because I am making bigger leaps and yeah, bolder moves and things. And then I'm sort of in this void where it's like universally, like it's not with my business, like where, like, I feel like I've, I mean, where's my business? My business is good. You know, it's been, I've been around for a long time. I'm it's, it's not going anywhere, but like with the change, it feels very like, Oh, like pushing against that edge. Cause it's a whole, like it's bringing things that I do, but also working with a very specific group of people, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's just a little scary and, um, you know, with the new house and everything, it was more. So I guess I just, I'm assuming they're just saying like, keep doing it because it, you can't see where it's going right now, but it is going to move forward. And just cause I'm just like, like it's been a while, right. It's been this whole year yep. and I'm Saturn in my six, I'm in my 10th house solar return year. Everything has just been yep. like, oh, structures, structures. And like how, and then how it burns you out and then health and recuperating. And then, you know, I've had obviously a lot of loss over the last couple of years and change. And it's just like, I'm just need ease so that I can like totally yep. go away to things full throttle. Yep. You know, so as you were speaking, what's coming through for me is well, first off, even though that area is so niche and specific, it touches so many people. So it's okay to kind of dial in on what it is you're drawn to once that gets rolling and once that it becomes known. There is a need for that, there is a need for people transitioning their elderly pets. Um, I specifically have a 15 year old, uh, dog that, you know, that time is coming. I, I sense it coming and there is a need for that. So that I do want to say the other thing that was coming through is, and that's why I was saying there was that need to be courageous and brave and to lean into that. And that's, that's the part you're understanding and you're figuring out right now because you're so used to loss and you're so you're prepared for the act of losing something because you've been through it so much that there that now is a fear around these structures that you're building, these things that you're happening, that you're going to lose that too. And I think um, it's just, it's come a lot that, and I think it was kind of what Shayla was tapping into is that you've, you've, you've walked through that loss. You need to grieve that loss, but don't let those, don't let that become the fear of how you continue to move forward. You know, let just acknowledge it, set with yourself. Um, I think, again, that's where that that tuning into yourself and kind of trying to quiet down all of that, yeah. that outside fear to help navigate forward and just continue to, I, you feel like a very brave person to me. You feel like a very strong person to me. So that doesn't feel like it's like, I need to learn bravery. It's more like I need to... I need to grab my bravery and I need to set that right here in my lap right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I need, I need to, no, I need to is. be, I need yeah. to be with my bravery right now. So um, that that's what was coming through for me as you were speaking. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause it is. I know. Like, I think, yeah. yeah. And like one thing that they're showing me too is with the end of life stuff for, for animals, you can even reach out to like veterinary clinics or different places like that and show that you're offering these services because like, that's where it usually kind of, happens right so then that might be a good way of also getting more people to kind of see your work and experience it and all of that yeah. um another thing is like i keep hearing like who's taking care of you because you're like this light worker who's taking care of other people and holding space for them and it's like you really really need to make sure that somebody is there for you if they aren't already and like up that a little bit more because that you're also dealing with other people's like life experiences and emotions and you're going through all these different things and just to hold more space for you and like mother yourself in that way um, feels really important as well. So that makes sense. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like, and I want to do the end of life stuff, but I don't want it to be my whole business. Right. Cause I love right. doing this other part of bringing people into their gifts and like helping them really create true established businesses where they, you know, are defining themselves differently and, and helping them stand out. Because I think as spiritual entrepreneurs, we come with a lot more wounding to move through in that aspect. Mm -hmm. And so, and there's so much potential, but a lot of people can't put the structure in the spiritual journey. And then right. I have many business mentors, but, you know, the thing that I always felt is I wasn't quite understood with what I did. You know what I mean? It's like, do it this way, do it this way. But I'm like, that just isn't going to work for this. Like, it just is that there's a missing gap there, you know, and the people that are like- That's your Aquarius for, son. Yeah, totally. And like, then of course, Capricorn, I can put structure to anything, you know, it's like grounded right. into reality. But yeah, it's just like, and even people that are helping people with the spiritual entrepreneur, I just see such a weirdness in them. I'm like, it doesn't even feel authentic. It just feels money making, you know, I'm going to yeah. share mm -hmm. this stuff, pull this, but what are you actually giving people? Like what value, yeah. what structures, what tangible pieces are you giving to them to help them really create and find their really authentic, you know, personality and brand. And okay, what do they do with their mediumship? What do they do with their energy clear? What is what is like the transform, like the true, you know, thing that makes them stand out. And that's the only way that you can leverage in this in this industry. You have to really be willing to do that. And it is scary. And I think a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs really struggle with that because we've always felt so different from such a lack of that belonging. Right such a young age exactly you know, the past life wounding that comes with that and you know the black sheep thing right. anyways that's it's like yeah. the there's two polarizing aspects but they both feel like really prevalent and even like with rhythm like i was like i know what book i'm gonna write and then just kind of teach more about it right and it's like the book of pets the story i have hundreds I mean, hundreds of just stories of transition and the healing that comes through it and the movement and just, yeah, really bringing perspective, like you said, Shayla, to animals crossing over. It is just as traumatic as a human. And it it's, you know, those people that really connect with animals, I always say they have the biggest hearts, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it, yeah, different aspects. So thank you. This is really cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I think this is really timely as I'm like, you know, and have all these, like, obviously moving through the loss of rhythm, which I feel secure in, but you still get sad and you grieve and stuff like that. And just leaving this home yeah. where she spent her senior years and like moving into a new home. And then there's like all this. Yeah. And just, I think that's, um, that really landed to Peyton, just the, that I've, I've been, I'm now used to loss to so much degree that it's like, almost right. like a normalcy that is something going right. to when is something as I do this, is it all going to go? Cause it's like the things right. that I've, so it is, it's like, it's kind of have, I mean, this is very confidential. I don't care if you share this, but like, it's still, it's just like, when is the opening coming? You know, <laughs> just like ready yeah. to like walk the golden path. <laughs> yeah. And it, it very much feels with, it very much feels that you've went through your tower moments. You've been through that you're in the rubble. It feels like you're getting out of it and now it's made room for what it is that you need right now, what it is you can do. It's so I'll share with you the cards that I pulled for you today. The first was Mother, Father, God, which was interesting because my first thought was, are both of her parents crossed over, which I didn't know, you know, so it, it was, that was very interesting. And then your sacred plan, which is, that's the one you've chosen for yourself, you know, and then the courage and bravery card. So I would say, you know, spirit, spirit is with you and spirit is working with you and you're only going to be that much better and stronger because of the c catastrophes you've been through and you've survived, you know, and you've, and you've made it through, you, you know how to do that. And the kind of resilience that you've built up, the kind of armor that you have now to apply that to however it is your business unfolds or however it is you help people or however it is you navigate what it is you're doing that's going to put you in a different kind of position than that maybe isn't necessarily the same that's offered out there. So just, just have faith and have faith in that process that, that you're in right now. Cause it feels, it feels very good for me. Like it feels very, 
very like the sun is coming up. And you've seen, like he said, you've seen so much. So like you have all these different life stories with impact within one life that when you go to help each person, it's like it's going to come out really beautifully. And I think that's like the cool thing about you too is like you have so many different things you can do. Like you're not just this is this here or whatever. Like you're not compartmentalized like that. Like you just have so much to offer and it is really just about trusting yourself. And I don't know, I feel excited for you. Like, I'm like, it's going to be okay. And I know like the things that you've talked about, it's like hard because it's almost like having a rug swept underneath you. You're like, oh, waiting for the trip fall kind of thing. But no, like this just feels so much more like you're entering a more fluid kind of space now. So you just have to trust in that and just feel into it and know that it's it's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much for yeah. setting for us and letting Thank us you. work with you and connecting with you. And you you have a you have an amazing energy about you. So I'm excited to excited. I'm excited to see what you do. <laughs> You know, and so nice to meet you, Kate. And of course, Shayla, and I've yes. known you and always wonderful. So thanks for doing this. And I hope this takes off. If you need like testimonial, whatever, just send it over and I'll be glad to like if you have a link or something or if you want something written, you know, I'm happy to support awesome. you. Should yeah, we, we very much appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Soli listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below, as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 